Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome in to a brand new edition of the Face Turn Army podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Happy Kwanzaa, most importantly, a Happy Festivus. Yes, Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. Because we have all because, of my grief. Because tonight we are going to air grievances, probably. <laughs> There might be some swears thrown somewhere. Mainly to know that way when he's Noah not edits here. this, he can understand where it's coming from. <laughs> and, but, and, and in the words of Frank Costanza, you're going to have to listen. <laughs> Festivus is back, baby. All That's right. the only holiday I celebrate. <laughs> All right. Mike Rifkin, Lawrence Patchman, Lang, Allison Wiener, Jeff Knapp with you. So tonight... We're going to do a couple of different things. Um, we are going to go through our 2023 Face Turn Awards. Um, and then we will go over Worlds and the AEW pay-per-view that will literally end, end the year as it takes place on Saturday. <laughs> but, Ali, since the <clears throat> awards were your, was your idea and you came up with it, I'm going to give you the floor. This is the second year. Hold on. I'm this is gonna go into the Royal Rumble picks, but excuse me on that. This is the second year we're doing the 2023 year end year end awards. Why am I saying you're in Royal Rumble? No, that would be a good thing to do one day. <laughs> Hold on one second, you guys. Hopefully, you all can see this. Pat, if you also want to be on here as well in editing, go right ahead. This oh year, I have added multiple awards compared to last year. And I want to start from the bottom and work our way to the top. Start the only that one we're not going to discuss. Oh, sorry. The only one we're not going to discuss is the Mamma Mia match of the year. You guys can go see last week's, last time's face turn podcast. We did all that. All right. So our first award is what I call, in Patty's turn, the seven ten split of the year. Mainly, this oh, is an award for the tag, the, the worst or the most dramatic and honestly shocking tag team split ever. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna give you guys my pick, and then we'll go down. I have to go with the Usos. Only because this is something you never expected from them. And they've been pretty much together since birth. They've been down since day one-ish. They are the ones. Well, that, that's a great point. <laughs> and I think that's the, the probably the right answer. You're agreeing. You're two for two. Well, no, I put something different than you, but it kind of got tarnished in last night. Now, I was going to go with the um, ending of the relationship between Jer Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Oh. Because think about how AEW started with the two of them, going through the inner circle, the JAS. and so then, the sex gods, in a way. Yep. And then, you know, last night Jericho makes the save for Sammy. As he gets beat out of the Don Callis uh, family, but the Usos is the right answer. 
do you still want to put them down in your pick? Well, I just wanted to be different because I don't want everyone to say the same thing. That's fine. That's fine. Jeff? Uh, well, let's see here. I think the main answer is probably going to be the Usos. But if I want to be different about it, then maybe we'll say the split of, once again, of Owens and Zane. Hmm. And that's only because of the draft. Yeah. Now, I think that uh, I kind of wonder when they they said, we're going to build these guys up to be tag team champions, and then we're going to have them lose, and then we're going to put them on different shows. I wonder how long that part was in the making. Just that. I know. What's your pick, Patchy? Oh, uh, I would agree with Jeff, but for, you know, a split that was much needed to happen. Still waiting on the new day to split up, even though that's never going to happen. Never. And, and and when that happens, it's going to be the biggest pop since CM Punk's return this year. But I'm going with the Usos. So I guess the winner of our 7-10 split with pretty much two votes and uh, mostly agreement is the ones. Sorry, this computer is slow. Okay. It is all right. <laughs> <laughs> so the next award is the Fight Forever Feud of the Year. And this could be pretty much the feud you want to just see keep going and going and going, and you don't get bored of it. And for me, because of the blood and guts match and because of anarchy in the arena, I have to go with the Elite and the Blackpool Combat Club as my pick mm. for the Fight Forever Feud of the Year. Okay. I went with one from each company. Oh, you want to do one and one? Uh, that's how I went. So the AW side, I went the Hangman Swerve Rival. Oh, I just think the more drama, the more emotional it got. It got really good. And then for WWE, it wasn't really a feud, but Gunther and Chad Gable. I'd say it was a feud. It was good stuff, though. I'm just going to pause this chair for a second so that way I can get this fixed while we are at it. Oh, wrong thing. Jeff, did you want to go? Yeah. Uh, there, there were so many different ones you could have chosen from. You know who I think would have made this list if it was started earlier and given more time to to bake would have been um, Gunther versus The Miz. Uh, I think that could have been if that was given a, a lot more a lot more time. Um, so I, I'm gonna go with who am I gonna go with? There are so many different ones to choose from. I think I'm gonna be completely different and put up a a, a feud that nobody would have picked, but it fell oh. under the radar, and I enjoyed it. Would have would have been uh, Carmelo. 
versus Baron Corbin. That was a fun Ooh. little feud in NXT Ooh. that I actually enjoyed. May not have been feud of the year, but I wanted to give them props uh, for giving us something that kind of flew under the radar of some people. And I love Carmelo Hayes. So um, I'm going to give it to them. I'm going to have to do this on my phone, you guys, because somehow my computer is not working. It's an I IBM think PC that's computer. about the amount of people who are in a room, but that could be me. Nah, it's me. I'm just going to close out and restart this a little bit, so I'm going to stop sharing. Patch, you got your pick? Uh, you know, he, the... <laughs> Even though we didn't get the end result, what we wanted this past year at WrestleMania would have to be Roman and Cody. Ooh. You know, we, we have Cody come back after blowing out his arm the year prior. We knew he was going to win the Rumble. Um, spoiler alert, people. We knew. we. If you're a wrestling fan, you knew as soon as it was announced Cody was in the Rumble, you knew Cody was winning the Rumble. Fight me about it on the internet. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm a realistic wrestling fan, and I and I think logical, unlike other people that live in their own little personal bubble and think certain ratings mean something. I like living in my bubble. I love mm. in my bubble too, but you know, in the, in the wrestling world, of course, uh, the you, wrestling world, and of course, in the wrestling world, Cody Roman, you know, yes, Roman retained at WrestleMania 39, and yes, Cody was a fraction close of finishing his story. And becoming undisputed champion of the world, it didn't happen. But it, it 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 led to the feud to it leads to the feud being opened back up this year at WrestleMania 40, where we have a chance for a very big pop at the end. If oh, Cody, if Cody is Lesnar drives a tractor. <laughs> yes, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Bla- Bla- yes, Brock Lesnar drives a tractor with a limousine. <laughs> While flamethrowers are being shot out of the horns of JBL's limo. But Cody can either win the Rumble or he's going to go to um, Elimination Chamber and win the Chamber match and go challenge Roman. Or they but, do what they did with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 40. I swear to well, I, I swear if they do that again where they just insert someone into the match, we know Roman's going to win that match. But regardless... Our, our two marquee matches for Mania that are going to lead up again is going to be Roman and, Roman and Cody, Seth, and Punk. How that ever happens, we'll find out. But I'm going to go with Roman and Cody for Feud of the Year. Let's hope this works now. I got this fixed. All right, but speaking of a fight forever feud, let's talk about the worst feud of the year. And for me, I, I kind of feel like it made no sense for this feud to happen. I don't know why they had it. But Seth Rollins versus Omos. It, it made no sense whatsoever. And it didn't even build Omos. No, that's that's fair. I, I went Brock and Omos just because <laughs> it just felt like here's how Brock's getting on WrestleMania. And again, like you said, it does nothing for Omos. I was on the card with Brock Lesnar. I can't wait for Omos versus Goldberg next. 
Hopefully the jackhammer isn't botched. Man, okay. I didn't even think that he could get him up for that. So does that mean the worst wrestler of the year goes to Omos? Uh, well, it's not all his fault. He's just so huge that he doesn't move that great. He doesn't have that, in my opinion, skill set. Like mm-hmm. a taker or a, a cane where he can go to the top. He just has to manhandle people. Like, Jeff, you were talking about um, Kali earlier. Mm-hmm. That's kind of who he is. Well, 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 great Kali back in the earlier days of his career, he was actually an agile athlete. Mm. There's video proof of him hopping over the top rope. Just saying. All right. One more second. This is in the WWE? No, in New Japan. Oh. Huh. All right. Let's I get back just, to... They had shorter under, ropes? What? <laughs> I said they, they have shorter ropes. Like, I like I don't remember the colleague even bending his knees. Well, speaking of Kali, <laughs> do you guys have any other picks for our worst feud of the year? Uh, it, it it should have been better. Baszler and Rousey. Ooh. Mm, yeah. Should have been better. I have two, but for different reasons. One is a feud that I don't know how many people remember. Um, I just think it was just a boring boring, boring, boring feud. And that was in TNA with Trinity versus uh, Giselle. Horrible. Boring. Once you change the channel, horrible. Wow. And then the other one, just because of the actual real life outcome, was Punk versus um, the Jungle Boy. Mm. Nah. Still haven't forgiven Jungle Boy. I don't I care how good that song was. Come on, I missed that song. Yeah, and I, I, I'm so disappointed with Jungle Boy. I, 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 if I never hear that song again or see him again, I'll be. Oh, I, I might be okay with it. I might be okay with it. And I feel bad about it because I actually enjoyed him. I know he got a lot of garbage online about what he could and couldn't do. I actually enjoyed him when he was a tag team wrestler with Luchasaurus. But oh eh. I thought that they would reunite again and be part of the Christian Cage family. Possible. Possible. Yeah, anything's possible. But speaking of the combustible mayhem, mm. our next award is the pop of the year and by God, I'm so upset that I missed this, but I'm also pissed off at this. Like Seth Rollins, it's CM Punk returning to WWE. Yeah, it got what it got. I went with when The Rock came back. I was going to put that down. And for once, but though, I didn't. I was mm-hmm. fighting between. Now, my thing is, I'm just glad the announcers didn't talk over it. That way, you could hear the people through the television. 
Right. Jeff Patch. Um I would assume most a lot of people are going to probably go overall punk, but one pop that was was loud, but for other reasons, just for an, a pure emotional countryman reason, was Bad Bunny's pop when they were in Puerto Rico. Mm. That was a really good pop. That was and Pat McAfee's pop when he came. That was a good one. Oh, so you but, have two. Wait, yeah, I mean, I mean, because I want to throw punk off to the side because that's just a totally different. That's a different stratosphere. Which Pat McAfee are we talking? Royal Rumble or WrestleMania? Oh, WrestleMania. What numbers McAfee for the Rumble? That's the real question. Should I put him back in my list? Because I had him last year on my list for the Royal Rumble. Do I do it again? I would. Guys, now, where's the Royal Rumble this year? Tampa. Tampa, okay. All right, back. Go Lightning. Go Lightning. <laughs> Go Baker. He's still terrible. Baker. Baker. Um, Sammy Zayn's turn of the bloodline. Ooh. You know, we knew it was going to boil over finally. Sammy was going to protect his best friend, KO. You get the chair shot to the back. Roman has deja vu to shield days of, of Seth Rollins hitting him with a chair. And the rest is history. Wow. It was live that night when it happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I realize there's actually one more I want to add. <sighs> Roman Reigns losing and being pinned. All money in the bank. Yep. Just in, I mean, once again, London, but him for the first time being pinned, that's got to get have a huge pop. All right. But let's get into some controversy, guys. Don't we love that? Oh yeah, love it. And are we it creates cash? Controversy creates cash. Here we go. Shout out Eric Bischoff. So my thing is, are most of us in agreement with this? With my computer being an idiot and being controversial, not letting me put my controversial pick of the year. There we go. <laughs> so are most of us in agreement with combustible mayhem being controversial once again? Sure. I mean, I'm I, I'm sorry. I missed what you said. It broke up on my end, at least. Controversial star of the year. Are most of us in agreement of combustible? Yeah, mayhem? it's punk. I don't know who else you could put in this conversation. Yeah, really, it has to be punk. He gets his own award, but yet he can't get. But yet he can't main event WrestleMania. We don't even know if he got his ice cream bar. Wait, so can I have been saying? <laughs> so can we, as a next year, name this award the CM Punk Controversial Star of the Year Award? I mean, in my, my uh, 
Doc, I just called it the CM Punk Award. <laughs> and who who am I going to give that award to outside of CM Punk? <laughs> All right. But we do have an award name for a superstar. The Big Show. This is his Big Show Turn of the Year Award. And for me, I actually had to put two down. Both Jimmy and Jay Uso. Jay and Jimmy, first off, for turning on Roman. And then at SummerSlam, when Jimmy turned on Jay. Which is why it's like, I can't split them apart and pick one. (laughs) Anyone else with a pick? Turn of year. Hmm. Maybe it's Bully Ray when he turned on his good friend uh, Tommy Dreamer when he hmm. when he said it wasn't me, it wasn't me, and it was him. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. Bully Ray pulled the pulled the wool over. Uh I, I mean at least for impact that was probably uh the turn. Uh outside of that um hmm. That's a tough one, to be honest with you. Don't worry about it. Bully Ray is such a great. Oh, come pick. on, we know it's Hit Row. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you joking or are you serious? Come on, Hit Row turning heel. I'm joking. I'd say Brock when he turned on Cody, but that, I don't think that was the turn of the year. Yeah. Now, Top Dollar had flip of the year, not turn, <laughs> but flip of the year. No flop of the year. Yeah, the flop of the year. I should have named that. I should have named it an award. Titus O'Neil flop of the year. No, Titus O'Neil trip of the year. Never mind. The crash and burn. <laughs> Any other nominees for the turn of the year? I, I mean, Nakamura's heel turn was good. Okay, that is a good one. Julia Hart had a pretty good sort of has had a great, you know. I don't want to say she was the baby face when she was with Griff Garrison and, uh, well, now Lexus King, but, um, you know, she was. Well, I mean, she was popular for obvious reasons, and now she, you know, she's. I'll a, give a you bad, Julia Hart in a little bit. She was a. Uh, she turned into a pretty, fun, dark, gothyish. Villain of sorts? I don't know. I mean, she's not as disturbing as Abaddon. Right. But uh, in a in a gothy, interesting way that I enjoy. Uh, Julia Hart. I'm going to, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Julia Hart. I'm going to give it to her. Return of the year. Not return. Now, oh, I know, I know the other turn. one happened last year, but could you also put Dom up here? For turn of the year, probably not because I. Right. Hmm. 
All right. I guess seeing nothing else with the turns, we're going to go to the return of the year. And I guess I have put down The Rock returning to WWE in Denver. Anyone else? But but unfortunately, not not to discredit the great one, but with the um, writer strike and you know everyone being on strike and um, taking time off in Hollywood, we knew that was inevitable that The Rock was going to make an appearance, just to make an appearance. Right. I think, and, and granted, you can throw Chicago as the little small jab there, but I think CM Punk gets the return of the year because no one thought he would return to WWE. Oh. We we all know The Rock's going to come back, and we know it's going to be great, but seeing CM Punk in a wrestling, not wrestling, a WWE ring was not on the bingo card this year. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was ever even thought of being on any bingo card ever. Actually, Again. it's going to be on my bingo card that CM Punk leaves WWE. He ain't leaving. No. Really? If they hadn't spoiled it, you could put Orton on here. Yeah, I would throw that up there. Too. He did get a big pop back. No, I know, but I still wish they hadn't spoiled it because you're right. waiting for it. I get it. I know there's a few more out there. Hmm. Was there any I'd other? Say, yeah, I would definitely say Punk for definitely return surprise of the year, but for uh, a big clap because of what he had to have gone through type of return, then it has to go to Randy Orton to have that type, you know, that those the surgeries he went through and everything he went through just to come back. So one for surprise return of the year, one for out of boy uh, return uh, of the year. Su surprise of surprise return of the year. Our truth. <laughs> you member of the uh, judgment day. Uh, you know what? I got to put that on there. Soon uh, to be ruler of the judgment day. <laughs> Not the man who has a career with WWE for life, uh, that from what people have said about what Vince has more or less said about our truth uh, behind our closed doors, the he's got a job there for life. Come on, computer. Love our truth. Our truth versus JD. That should be the first two in the Rumble. Who? Oh, that would be so funny. Truth oh and JD. Put it on the list. But now we go from returns to debuts of the year. Like, this is meaning that this is the first time they've entered a certain promotion's reign. And for me, this was because of, sadly, the death of his brother, Jay Briscoe. I went with Mark Briscoe debuting on AEW. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I'm gonna go with Adam Copeland or Edge. Because we I'm all so thought he'd Edge. reunite. I don't call Adam with... Yeah. We all thought he'd reunite with Christian and we see where that's gone. Right. Jeff? 
I'm going to say, I'm going to go with somebody who's never been a wrestler before this year. And has only had under a year's worth of training debuted as a professional wrestler this year. And she has shown me so much improvement. And this, that's one of the things I love about NXT is when they take these raw untrained athletes and they help build them. So that's why I'm excited what they're going to do with Jade Cargill. Walk to see her improvement. But, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kalani, Kalani James, oh, I think her name Kalani is. Jordan. Jordan, yes. Oh, my God. And I heard her interview uh, on Busted Open a while back. And what a nice, uh, humble woman she is. And she is, I, I, the sky's the limit for her. So a debut that fell under the radar, of course, because nobody really knew who she was. But the fact that she's built up um, to her improvement has been built up so much over the, over the last seven months. So I would give, I would actually give it to her because for me, that was a, a true debut where she's never been in a wrestling ring before. Wow. Patch. Um, I think Chelsea Green's debut on the main roster was pretty good. And, you know, she plays the Karen role so well. And she can't and uh, our lovely ring announcer can't do that anymore because the higher ups are butthurt and they don't want her to do that no more. Fans are upset about that. But... Okay. Can we have announcer of the year? Because it's gonna be Samantha Irvin. It's it's Samantha Go Irving with her Chelsea Green. And the ring general. I never understood why they said she can't do it. They never said why. They just said they, she can't do it. Like, if somebody was upset about it, nobody said why they were upset. I, but I think it, I, I kind of in, I think it would have been better if she didn't do the announcing for Chelsea Green and Chelsea had her own personal ring announcer like Alberto Del Rio did when he had <laughs> when he had, what's his name there with him? And Ricardo had somebody come out. Ricardo Rodriguez. And uh, she she had her own personal say, oh, no, that's not how you do it. This is how you do it. And then do it to the whole spiel. Okay. A lot of Actually, debuts. Ch- Chelsea Green and Adam Pierce could have been in for feud of the year, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I could have been in if you really want me to add it in. Shout out um, Zach Ryder for being one one half of one half of the women's tag team champions. <laughs> Indie God. All right. Who might be in the Rumble? Ooh, that would be interesting. But let's speak it of spots in the Rumble. Broski. Let's go to our next award, the spot of the year, a.k.a. the best holy bleep moment where wrestler does something so crazy. <laughs> Oh, I have two. You have two. It's gonna either be um the super kick um firework. Oh! Or it's the RKO off of war games. All oh, the RKO off of war games. Mm-hmm. That was nasty. Write it down. Those are my two. And the super kick fireworks. Super oh, kick party. It really was a super kick party. He's super kick. 
He's super kicking. Sorry, this is slow again. I'm going to say two that stand out. Uh, one is this rumbling, bumbling, flippy, ridiculous move that El Vikingo, El Hero del Vikingo did on uh, Kenny Omega on Dynamite over the top oh. rope through the table and swerve I can't do the dance I'm not going to do it uh, swerve choking uh, hangman with the chain oh come on this is where, where this is or the blood I'll either or either or the, the choking or the blood listen we're all supposed to say top dollars flip over the top rope <laughs> oh that was a different stratosphere uh, highlight right there that was <laughs> But I hey, uh, real quick, actually, w with that botch, he realized that he had type 2 diabetes, so he actually found something. Yeah. So A botch that turned into a positive, and I'm glad he's doing much me, better now. Though. I, me I, too. I, I don't want to see him in a wrestling ring again, but I'm glad he's doing much better. I think for you me, want to see Top Doll versus Tyrus? With Kevin Owens. In an ultimate retirement match, yes. <laughs> Oh, That's what Billy Corgan will hire next. Mike, did you have a pick? I, I went with the Owens Swanton off the barricade, mainly because I completely forgot about the super kick fireworks. Same here, but I'm like, that's Swanton. Like, that's all I could say. The Swanton from Kevin Owens. And honestly, with that match he had with Sammy and the Judgment Day. It became my favorite street fight ever. I think you can put Kevin Owens in the category of underrated star of the year. Oh, easily. Because he, he just the simplicity of his gimmick of explaining what happens is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kenny was underrated to begin with. And also, congrats on him for being a Grand Slammer. Yeah. I, I still can't get enough of the, the promo Noah told me to look at between him, Waller, and Theory. <laughs> and when he came back from his suspension. And there's also the one with Imperium. What are you doing out here? We didn't call you out. It's rude. <laughs> Oh, 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 and the one he does like the football highlights on Waller in theory. He was like he was he was channeling his inner John Madden. <laughs> I'm good. I should punch both of you in the face at the same time. <laughs> I know if Kevin Owens can't wrestle for a while, please pull Samoa Joe and put him on commentary. Yeah, keep keep him on commentary. That was phenomenal. I think so. Kevin Owens just landed a new job. All right, but speaking of underrated stars like Kevin Owens, we also have to talk about underrated matches of the year. And my pick, obviously, is Chad Gable versus Gunther on the Raw in September, where he officially became the longest reigning intercontinental champion. Shout out, Honky Tonk Man. Um. I went Carmelo Hayes and Dragunov from Great American Bash. 
Like you could also put them in the few best feud of the year because they were awesome. Oh, yes. I oh, mean, they've been great together. Both of them should be called up relatively soon, hopefully. I put Carmelo in the main roster. My so, in my bingo card. I, I I'm excited for both of them and they had epic matches. Miz and Gunther. You're going with the Gunther match? Which one? Gunther and Miz. Oh. People people make discredit the Miz on how he works, but dude can still put out a banger. When was this? A couple weeks ago on Raw. Oh, the Raw rematch, right? Yeah. You know that. Jeff? Uh, uh, well, I th- I think the most underrated match, I mean, this was how this wasn't given five stars is beyond me, was the EC3 Tyrus match for the MWA World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, just got overlooked by so many people, and it should have been given five, six, seven stars easily. Uh, so I don't know how it was not. Uh, no, but yeah, you know what match I actually really enjoyed? This went under the radar, realistically, was the metaphor match versus uh, the Alpha Academy in NXT. The fact that um, Last Legend slammed Otis, holy awesome. That was that was that was cool as hell. I like that. What's our stable's name called? I forgot what it is. Which uh, which one? The Noam Dar stable. Oh, metaphor. Oh, metaphor. Yeah. I'm just gonna. Especially that was a fun overall. Was a fun match, and by her slamming a, a guy that size, that I that could be her coming out party. Uh. I mean, because when she first started, she was four four degrees of horrible. But now she's getting a little better. Oh, but, yeah. you know, but, you know, now she's around some of those guys in the back there that are, help. I'm sure, helping her. But that was low key. That was, a, you know, that should have gotten more talking than now overall um, underrated match because I know I mentioned it in our last podcast as being one of the, my favorite matches of the year. But it never got any talk in the IWC that I could find on Twitter was the um, Will Ospreay versus um, uh, Speedball Mike Bailey match. That match was bonkers. It was so good. And it didn't get enough love. So I'm gonna, overall, I'm going to say that was the underrated match of the year just because it didn't get really any love out there. Hey, then. We're once again skipping the Mamma Mia match of the year. You could see that on our previous podcast episode. But we're going to the pay per view of the year. And I felt like after our last podcast, I just I changed it to the first night of WrestleMania 39. Yeah, I think the only cup for me, the only competitions it would have is all out in Wembley. All I in, think, all in. Whichever one was at Wembley, I think that that's the only competition it would have. Personally, mm. that's um, 
Hmm. This one's tough. Because I I feel you can throw SummerSlam in there minus, you know, I would say the Slim Jim Battle Royale. That, you, you know, LA Knight. Macho Man in there. You forgot to add the Macho Man Slim Jim Battle Royale. I mean, but if, if you look at the rest <laughs> of that card, you had Logan Paul beat Ricochet. You had Cody and Brock again. I mean, you had Baszler and Rousey in an MMA rules match that should have been just a fight pit match, but conversation for a different day. It Gunther and Drew McIntyre. That was a great match. You had Rollins and Balor again. You had Belair and Asuka and Charlotte Flair. You had Sky. Yep. And you had Sky and Bianca Belair. And you had Roman um, with Jay. And then you had the turn of the century with his brother turning on him. And then you had Eosky cashing money in the bank. So, hmm. Mania, man, I, I, I will throw Mania Night One in there. The Puerto Rico pay per view was great. Jeff? WWE put out a lot of great pay per views this year. It's probably their best year. It'd be their best year in a while since they've. It was just, this was their best year in a long time that they didn't put out a bad pay per view. Oh. Since yeah, it was technically one pay per view, even though it was two nights, I'm going to say WrestleMania as a whole. Because I, I, I can flip flop between one at night one and night two. Um, so just okay. as a whole, I'll say the overall. <laughs> The overall topping out. Let's <laughs> say overall WrestleMania, but, so, but I can't because I can't decide between night one or two. That's kind of difficult. So I guess WrestleMania wins pay per view of the year. Yep, both nights. But now going into our breakout categories, we have our WWE breakout tag team or stable of the year and for me it's finally seeing that tag team of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and their tag team title reigns I'm gonna go Judgment Day Ooh. yeah Judgment Day for sure yeah, oh yeah uh, it, it, 2023 was the year of the Judgment Day it's so good they're bringing it back as the May pay-per-view <laughs> but what does that they mean? They're gonna in... run that paper. What's that in? How do you say that in French? What do you mean? Black plague. Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other picks? Zinger. I mean, breakout team. No, because they're trying to kill Chase you now, which is very depressing. Yeah, no, I, I think we, and the bloodline's not breakout. And for Ali's sakes, um, for the French translation of Judgment Day, Jean George, Judgment Dunior. Jean Jean Dunior. Jean de Judgment Dunior. <laughs> for all you French people out there, sorry. And you gotta throw in that. a second. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, any other picks for the breakout tag team of the year or stable for WWE? 
Yeah, it has to be Judgment Day uh, as a as a unit. Mm. All right, moving on to the breakout female wrestler of the year, and I'm going with an NXT pick. I am going with Tiffany Stratton. She pushed herself to the moon and back and had an amazing Extreme Rules match with Becky Lynch. And her athleticism has improved. And I could see her, not now, but maybe towards the end of 2024 on the main roster. I take she should win money in the bank. Um, I think the only other person I'd put up here is Zoe Stark. Had a couple of big matches with Becky Lynch when she was with Trish. Um, did wind up fighting um, Rhea Ripley at Survivor Series. So it was kind of a breakout year for her as well, but I think Stratton's right. Hmm. Jeff? I I can't think of anybody that's had a, a bigger moment or a bigger coming of age year than Tiffany Stratton. I threw out any of the companies. Mm. Um, I, I think who could have, if she hadn't gotten injured, would have been Nikita Lyons. Mm. Yeah. So I'm really hoping she could stay healthy, knock on wood for 2024. Um, but I yeah I can't think of anybody that's had a bigger coming of age moment of age year than Tiffany Stratton. That um, summer, the fact that she's only been wrestling for what two years now, give or take about. If yeah, also her Just, character. Yeah, oh, her character is so much better now than it was. Like I was so down on her. I was when she first came in. I'm like, okay, she's, you know, decent looking, you know. I kind of like. That's all she had for. Her. That's all she had going for, her, in my the opinion. Daddy's when she first little came in. rich girl thing. I didn't like that. Yeah, I me neither. Like her being like this Barbie like character. Yeah, and now she's developed a little bit more. Shawn Michaels has gotten his his fangs into NXT as a whole, and you can see. The development of all the and and the people that they have working in NXT, um, and whoever's been working on 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 the ladies down there has been doing a really good job. Um, I'm hoping for next year it's going to be uh, Fallon Henley mm-hmm. as breakout star. Love love her. Anyway, I digress. Uh, so the. I'm just amazed between her and uh, Kalani Jordan, just their development. My goodness, how, you know, this is what I think aggravates me about uh, AEW and Impact the most is their development of the younger talent. There's some young talent in both both those promotions that are good, but it's either... If they don't have it, there's no real progression. Mm. I mean, there is, but there isn't to the likes of the WWE. I mean, it's night and day. I mean, you're seeing some good stuff out of like um, Julia Hart and 
when they get more time, but they're just not getting it there. I don't think it's just a, it's, so it's a rough thing. So yeah, I'm, you know, Tiffany Stratton to the moon this year. To the cram and camera grinds as long. We don't even see him on TV anymore. <laughs> we got to give him some love. The, uh, the caveman. Catering, as they say on YouTube. Patchy, any, any other picks? No, nah, I'm good. You're good. All right, let's move on to the breakout male wrestler of the year for WWE. And for me, it's Dom. He... Oh, it's dirty. Oh, dirty Dom all the way. Oh, yeah. There's nobody else who broke out than Dominic Mysterio. I mean, other people have broke out. I was almost going to put Trick Williams on here. But just Dominic throughout the whole year became probably one of the biggest heels in WWE. I've got a couple that I'll throw out there. I put Gable here as well, mainly because now we know him. He could be a single star. Yeah. And the other person I threw out here was Wesley. Because until his injury, Wesley had a really good year. Hmm. And I'll also throw in their swerve. Because up that's until this AEW. year, that's going to be AEW. Are we just doing WWE? Soon. Yeah, she broke it up. Oh, both. I oh, broke w- it down because there's like too many. So okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dirty Dom, with with without a doubt. Uh, I'll be excited to see how far Trick goes in 2024. I am uh, going to put Trick Williams down for break. He broke out more towards the second half of the year. Yeah, I was waiting on him for the longest time. He, he had any tricks on you. Yeah, he he was like uh, he was like the ghetto boys. My mind's playing tricks on me. Uh, <laughs> Waiting for Bushwick still to come out. I don't know who's gonna hate this, but I do enjoy Booker T's commentary on Trick Williams' theme. Quacky quacky. That's all I got. <laughs> hot hot take. I do not like it. <laughs> it's you who don't like it. I, I I'm so. Well, I the quacky Booker. quacky stuff. I am. None. I, down I, I cannot stand when he when everyone's yelling whoop that trick and then he's like uh huh I'm like I, 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 it, it just annoys Hilarious. me. Hilarious! It, 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 it's cute for like a minute and then he needs to shut the front door. And the fact I, that the people are yelling I don't whoop mi- that trick, the I don't the real I, I don't mind the shucky ducky trick. quack quack because that because that was funny the one week where he went shucky ducky quack quack. Now he says it like every other line. It's like, yeah, I'm not a fan. Uh, the fact that they're yelling "whoop that trick" and it, it, for the most part, it has a completely different connotation when you're saying "whoop that trick." It, uh, we'll have to use, uh, we'll have to uh, Google "whoop that trick" for those that may not know. Um, <laughs> yeah. We good with the breakout stars for WWE? Yeah. All right, we are moving on to the breakout stars of AEW. We are starting with the tag team in stable. And for me, I'm going with the House of Black this year. Because of their tag team. Because of each of them as an individual. Like, I felt like they sh- they became their best this year. As much as I like them, they kind of still make me want more. 
if that makes sense. Like, of course, you know, you you want them to have longer runs with the trios titles if they go for the tag titles. I still think Malachi Black is a good candidate to eventually win the AEW World Title. Um, yeah, that that's fine with me that they're the breakout team. If you wanted to put um, Ricky Starks and Big Bill, even though it's Big Cass, I'm okay with that too. By the way, Big Bill is a terrible wrestler name. It should they should have used the S A W F T name. <laughs> Jeff. Uh I I don't know. This there's one team I think could have really done something and have been really breakout for a trios run but it's kind of too late for them right now going into the year was uh, top flight with action andretti but you know i want to say uh i want to say uh wow what's the we were just talking about them a second ago um Malachi's uh, team there. House of Black. House of Black. I want to say Black Mass for some reason. Uh, just because I'm still, like, I, I'm hoping this is edging them towards Malachi getting a world title. I've been a fan of his for the longest time since he first debuted in NXT. Um, but I, I, I think. S- Right now, they're they're feeling a little bit stale. Not them, but AEW as a whole, as far as tag teams and certain like trios, it just seems like it's hit like almost like a plateau. And I'm not, you know, you know, like uh, where's yeah, uh, they, it's kind of like like they've run out of ideas with everything. I think I'm not a fan of the trio. Either have a trios title or a tag title. Don't I'd rather see a tag title. I think this is what I put down in my bingo card, and I said this last year. Merge the trios and the six man title. We don't need two titles. For what a twelve it? man title. All right. <laughs> I, I'd much rather see the twelve the like for teams that have three of them have the uh the freebirds rule in effect. Yes. Yes. If they want to do it that way. So that way you can have like a fresh, almost a fresh look every, you know, every two, three weeks or whatever the case may be. Uh, I think the New Day was kind of flirting with that at one point. I'd rather see that and get rid of the trios championships. And I only think they got that because New Japan had them. Oh. But they had so many people on the roster, just like AEW has now. So that's the only reason they did it. Well, going back to House of Black, Jeff, this is where I talk mm-hmm. about Julia. For the breakout female wrestler of the year for AEW, it's her. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like there was no other option. I mean, Tony Storm, maybe, but... The, the only other person I thought of was Sky Blue, and that was only because she's finally being showcased in a way that, you know, she's on every show for the most part. And really improving at the same time. So I think that those are probably your top two. 
So Jeff, you're are you still in the agreements with Julia Hart? No, oh, yeah, yeah. If I have to pick one, yeah, it's going to be Julia Hart. I'm excited uh, since we're so close to twenty twenty four, and we're seeing a little bit more from Sky Blue, from Abaddon, and uh, I'm going to sing her praises for a long time, uh, and one or two others. Um, I think I'm excited for twenty twenty four for them. But yeah, Julia Hart, without a doubt, for twenty twenty three, her progression has been has been a lot of fun. All right. Finally ending the breakout awards. And this is where I told you about Swerve, Jeff. Because I also mm -hmm. put Swerve down for the AEW breakout male wrestler of the year. I was gonna pick Adam Cole, but I felt like Swerve 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 did a lot better. Oh yeah. yeah I don't he, even he know had had a... who you have compete with him. Yeah, I don't he has he had a bad match this year. <laughs> Like, I I'm trying to like off the top of my head. I'm going through some some matches I can remember seeing him in, and there hasn't been one bad one. Um, we, next year we'll have to add in a most disappointed wrestler of the year, as far as uh, who we thought was going to have a great year for one reason or another. Not barring injury, who's who hasn't. For one, may there may it not be for their own reasoning, but who hasn't been able to break through mm. for one reason or another? And I would have, uh, I don't want to say who it would be, you know, and make them feel bad about it. But yeah, I'm sure we could all put think about a few wrestlers in any promotion that should have been in that breakout, but mm. were never even that should have been on that other list. All right. So now we're going to our last. Four awards, thank goodness. Back to your back and has a Pop Tart. Are you watching the <laughs> Pop Tart Bowl? Side note Pop Tart's not a sponsor. Side note again, the greatest trophy ever was created for the Pop Tart Bowl. If anyone saw it. <laughs> All right. It's We're a trophy. Trophy. The top is a football shaped, like silver, whatever you want to call it, silver, silver trophy, and it has two slots in it to fit two Pop Tarts. <laughs> all right well we're getting into stable of the year and this is why i did not put judgment day under breakout because i felt like they deserved to be the stable because they pretty much stayed together this whole year but well, why, why couldn't they be both that's that is a good point they can be both <laughs> you guys are agreeing that judgment day should be both yeah i really don't think this is close They've had a they've had a very good year. You know, I, I was, you know, skeptical when, you know, Edge got kicked out. You know, we were getting this weird stable. But it, it grew on me, and it was just been an exciting year. Triple H booked it properly. And now, you know, there's they're supposed to be this badass stable, heel stable, and then you just throw R-Truth in there. It's now just perfect because Archer just makes them break character and it's hilarious. He's like, how do we explain it? Like back in like, what was it? The nineties or something when you had that Vince McMahon thing, which early 2000s and you had that comedy relief with Kurt Angle. With his little cowboy hat on. Yes. Really? Yes. All right. <laughs> he could change his name when he finally joined Judgment Day to something like The Dark Truth. Oh 
We'll just have to find out in 2024. All right. Tag team of the year. ESPN has said this recently, and I am agreeing with them. FTR. Gentlemen. MJF and Adam Cole. Ooh. You know, comedy too inside of itself, you know, can they coexist with each other? Can they make it work? It's kind of like Daniel Bryan and Kane being put together. Will will it work? Team hell no. But regardless, backtrack back to MJF and Adam Cole, baby. Tag team of the year for them. Nah, I'm, I'll go FTR. Those matches they had with Bullet Club Gold were really good. Mm. The match yeah, with were. the Young Bucks, really good. The six-man they just did with Mark Briscoe against the BCC, awesome. So, I'll go FTR. FTR. Yeah. Um, until somebody can knock him off that perch, it's going to be FTR for me. Forever the Revival. So, in other words, F- did FTR win the tag-, tag team of the year a second year in a row? Totally possible. They are the best tag wow. team. Although, I think the Usos may have won it last year. Usos were I in different stratosphere did. last year. Now they don't even exist. No. no. Just me, Us, day one-ish. Yeet. Yeet. <laughs> Yeet. Female wrestler of the year. Mommy. This is not a competition. There's no competition. It's no, mommy. No ESPN even agrees with this. Yeah, yeah. She's she's on a whole nother level. It should be runner up, female runner up wrestler of the year award. Because then okay. you could if we're really doing have that, a good then it's debate. Becky Lynch. <laughs> yeah. Yes, then it uh, yes, then it's Becky. I but will agree with number that. Number one. It's uh, it's them, the ones. But speaking of one. Wow, we're down to our last award for the year. Can't believe it, you guys. And then stay tuned. We'll be doing the world's end prediction. Hopefully, we do yeah, save that for tomorrow. I, I, I think we gave the fans enough tonight. That sounds good to me. We'll we'll save that tomorrow. Yeah. Male wrestler of the year, guys. There's only for me. I there's only one guy from Long Island, New York. People from Plainview, the biggest scumbag in the world. He is one. He is one of the biggest. But there, I, I have a, a debate with him <laughs> on who the biggest scumbag is. No, who should be male wrestler of the year? Uh, oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with a scumbag and talk about somebody. Well, but... Christian, but that's Christian. Yeah. <laughs> but he's the most likable scumbag of the year. Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF. If you're listening to this, you're amazing. You're awesome. Pop on the podcast. In New York, please stay in AEW. Or if you go to WWE, dominate that. Go to ECW. You're there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pat. I, since you want to go against it, what do you think? Ring General Gunther. Oh, oh. If you think about it, before we got the world title brought into the picture and Roman was wrestling every pay-per-view will go. There was one champion 
that stood upon the rest. And that was the ring general. You put him in the ring with anybody, you were guaranteed at least a four-star match. And it was going to be brutal. Gunther's going to make his opponent look really good. But at the end, it's going to be powerbomb, lariat, go to sleep, one, two, three. But also... And we saw that... We saw that week after week on Raw. We saw it at every pay-per-view. He was defending the IC title, and we were like, all right, you know, all right, Gunther made it a year. Can he break Honky Tonk's man record? And as it approached up, we we keep thinking that, you know, Debbie's like, no, we're going to keep Honky Tonk man as the IC champ. Nope. The ring general proved each and every week that he's the workhorse and that he's ready for the next big step. And also... When he finally loses the IC title, he's going to make that person look so good and he's going to be ready for the main event, even though he is the main event of Raw right now behind (laughs) Rollins. Well, also, he has also added a new title recently. He has the mini mini ring general now. He does! Congratulations to him and Jenny. The The, little ring general. I can't believe you just said the mini ring general. And now I'm thinking of the general from the insurance commercials. No, that's the grandfather. <laughs> and also, I have to talk about his mat, like that last part of the Royal Rumble with him and Cody. I mean, that would have gone on forever and people would have been excited about it. Even Noah, who I think bailed on us tonight. Or is he Noah's the devil? like. Noah's like these 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 guys are gonna do all these end of the year awards. We're no, I'm not doing that because I'm a salty mofo. <laughs> all right, well, if if I'm gonna go next, I'm gonna be different too. I'm gonna go Seth Rollins. Ooh, I, again, Seth Rollins again, <laughs> and I mean he, him and Gunther especially carried Monday Night Raw. But think about the matches Seth Rollins had this year. He stole the show with Logan Paul at WrestleMania. He had a really it. good feud with Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, yes. You know, he, he had to deal with the Judgment Day. He, he still does in a way. You know, he's in war games. He's bringing the best now out of a Drew McIntyre that we haven't seen in forever. Hot take, Drew McIntyre should win Monday night on Raw. Well, wait. (laughs) Okay, I'm waiting. Get the priest cash in. Okay, so I I broke this down with Noah that we would do – the two world titles and the two women's world titles, and we'll create our own road to WrestleMania. So mm. I, I, I've got an idea of how you do the priest cash-in and how we get to WrestleMania. But for right now, I, I think Seth Rollins, despite the outfits, gets my 2023 Superstar of the Year. And he also has the best theme song of the year. True. But one of them. Jeff, all on you. I'm going to go differently once again. I'm going to go with a man who wrestled in New Japan. He wrestled in Impact. He wrestled in AEW and Mm -hmm. some places in England. And he's won championships. And I'm going to go with Will Ospreay, bruv. Wow. By the way, this that would be a great favorite four-way. Oh, my God. 
Wait, can we do another dream match <laughs> next year? Because actually, this would be an amazing fatal four way. But who would win, though? Between what four? MJF, Gunther, Seth Rollins, and Will Ospreay. The ring general goes over. <laughs> Ooh, and then you get the MJF, Seth Rollins feud. Oh. That is it for our year end award. Alright, All right, so we'll do World's End as a separate podcast tomorrow. So, Noah, if you're listening, that'll be our plan. So, Noah, love of God, dead air, get rid of it. <laughs> Noah, for the love of God. He was Shawn Michaels' tag team partner in Backlash 06. All right. No, for the love of mankind, just reveal yourself as the devil already. You're the one that's going that's to it. That's it. No, it was the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the devil. No. That means Backlash we... are the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions now. That's right. <laughs> All right, that'll do for the 2023 awards edition here on the Face Turn Army podcast. Check out this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Check out the website www.thesportsandsailingnetwork.com for your blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. For Lawrence Patchman, Lang, Jeff, Knapp, Allie Wiener, I'm Mike Rifkin. We will come back tomorrow to do World's End's predictions. Until then, have a good night, everybody. And...